Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side, a production of iHeartRadio. Hi, y'all. I'm Julie. Hi there. I'm Brenda. Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side. Now, y'all need to know that we're obsessed with everything on the other side. Yes, we are. Because once you learn to navigate the energetic, or to some, the invisible world, life is going to be more fun and much more serene. Uh, heck yes, it can. Because let's be honest, Bren, our school is hard. In fact, you taught me that. Let's crush Earth School together. Well, hello, my <laughs> divine witchy damn poo. How, oh, it sounds like shampoo. How are you? Just not shampoo. I'll be okay. <laughs> no, I just call you. I'm not calling you a whale. <laughs> I'm great, my elf. How are you? <laughs> You're hilarious. I I watched a rocket launch this morning. Oh, you are living the good life. <laughs> it's great. I have a suntan and my, I my watched nerdy a elf in her happy place. <laughs> right? Something new. It's so cool. It's, uh, it, yeah, the only bummer it was at 9.45 this morning. Mm-hmm. And I like it when, they're, when it's at night. Because um, you can actually see the fire go across the sky. You saw one, right? Like years ago? During the day, decades ago, yes. (laughs) When I lived in Florida, I lived in St. Pete, and I watched a rocket launch from, that was happening in Miami, like in in the Space Coast, right? So I didn't know what it was because I, you know, was new to Florida. And I was like, what's happening? Wait, wait. (laughs) It's like something's falling (laughs) from the sky in reverse order. Like, that's not something that's on the earth. What is that? What is that? (laughs) They were going to the stars. They were going to the stars. Witchy poo. And in fact... That actually leads us to our first question today for Insider's Insight. Look at you. Look at you. Right? (laughs) Storytelling, baby. Got to connect all the dots. You go for it. the dots. Okay. You are in your happy place. (laughs) I am so in my happy place. Oh, my God. I love it here so much. And so does Sookie, if anybody's wondering. And Suzanne. 
<laughs> and, oh, right. And Suzanne. Suzanne loves it. That's a given. That's true. Uh-huh. But Suzanne, but Suki absolutely loves it. Everybody loves it. It's fantastic. We get a lot of visitors, by the way, already. So uh, you need to uh, write your dates in that you guys are going to come visit. Anyway, here is the message, the, the question. Uh, somebody who says hi to Brenda first. Hi, Brenda <laughs> and Julie. <laughs> you all know so much. Okay, that's hilarious. Uh, okay, I'm gonna start over again. Hi, Brenda and Julie, you all know so much. So I thought I'd reach out and ask about a term I heard today for the first time, but I've never heard you mention it in one of your podcasts. Oh, I love listeners that take notes. Um, <laughs> I went to my first Reiki session today, by the way, bravo, yeah. uh, which was super cool. And the healer received a message from her spirit guides that I am a star seed and have a strong calling here at Earth School. I have never heard of a star seed and a quick internet search is kind of <laughs> freaking me out. Okay, by the way, folks, don't try to find out who you are on the internet and nor try to be a internet doctor because you're not going to find out how to solve whatever the hell is making you cough by looking on the internet. You're just going to get scared, y'all. <laughs> you're just going to get scared. Um, let's see, kind of freaked me out. I would love to hear your thoughts on this topic. If you do another insider insights podcast, well, honey, you're in luck. We do them all the time. Because so, <laughs> we get great questions like that. We do. In fact, we, we, we pre-talk this one and I'm going to let you roll because my pre-talk is not nearly as good as yours. <laughs> well, so hit it, Brenda. What's the star seed? So star seed is, first of all, there's, it's a term that can be used a couple different ways. And the, uh, one that's people are most usually familiar with is just that it represents the eighth chakra, which is off the body. Typically, when we think about chakras, we think about the seven main chakras that line the spine, right? That move, that point off the bottom of the spine, attach right in front of the spine, right? The first one off the bottom of the spine, then two through six, attach right in front of the spine or in the center of the head. And then the seventh goes off the top of the, the head. And then you have the eighth that is above the seventh, and then you have the ninth that's above the eighth. So um, that is also considered a star seed point, which is, think of it as the entry point for the soul uh, to have access to the body. So that's one way to think of it, to have the soul imprint, to have the soul guidance. Another way that term is used, a uh, star seed, is that the soul originated not only off the body, but off the planet, so that it was originated out, you know, out in the cosmos, and then, you know, was assigned to a body, and it came for a specific service. And when you are a starseed in this particular way, which is how I believe her healer was speaking to her about, um, that you, that there's always like a feeling of just being a little... Mm, just a little off. Like I'm trying to fit in. I look like everyone else. I can talk like everyone else, but I don't feel that connection that uh, is with everyone else. And so I'm kind of searching, searching, searching for that path that is mine. And it's not quite, you know, it takes just a minute until you figure out what lights you up, 
what and that's you know the star seed is like that brilliant light when when you get ignited with that clarity of your path and you're like i can do this all day i can stop looking i don't care who likes this i don't care who it involves this is my jam <laughs> i just get really really excited and that's how you know like oh now i can settle down i don't have to search externally because i found it internally and when you commit to that path, what happens is that you will draw to you everyone in your starseed family um, who needed that and who was looking for that. And it's such an exciting, gratifying pathway, like a, a, a threshold that you can really cultivate and settle into. And it's a complete blessing for you, for the person as well as for the tribe they attract. Oh my God, that's so cool. I know, isn't it? Cool? I'm of course sitting here. All the stuff rolling through my head is the star card and uh, the tarot deck, yes, which is about you found what you were meant to do and be, right? For all intents and purposes, right? Yes. Your version is probably much more poetic than what I just said. <laughs> well, the star card in tarot is really about it is about the same sort of journey, but it's like. Earth school can be so distracting and yes, it has shiny objects, but it's also full of challenges and demands and things that we don't always excel at. And sometimes we get so focused on, on those things like I have to work harder to be better at that. Or you could just actually follow that light that brings you joy that, you know, that is, that's what the star card's about. Oh, I can follow that path. I don't have to turn myself inside out trying to meet other people's expectations, demands, ex you know, blah, blah, blah. I can just do that and know that is my guidance, not everything else that I'm not. So everything star kind of related feels very soul level, yes. right? Is that mm -hmm. what I'm... Exactly. Because my, my um, understanding why my wor some work that I've done with the star seed chakra, not what we, the question was about is, is actually being you are one. So I guess that's more of a noun. Um, well, and, and that's why I, I I use the second definition of the word for her, right? Because there's right. yeah, there's there's souls who come to the planet specifically to serve in a unique way. Hmm, I like that. Uh, yeah. This star seat is where I would go to when I was learning how to channel. So and that you're was about, about the, leaving the my chakra. body, yeah, yeah from the, a chakra chakra. Mm -hmm. Excuse me, um, <laughs> chakra con. <laughs> um, it's bringing it back to earlier episodes. Um, but that's, that's how, that's what I, that was my knowledge and my usage and, and exploration of that was that I would go there and it's a lot of work, actually physical work. It was for me at least, cause I was a newbie doing it. Like there was a lot of breathing and a lot of pulling energy in from the scent, from the center of the earth through my body, cleaning out to get to go up there like it, it wasn't just say, and, then to, and to hold that frequency is, is exhausting right it's, it's absolutely because it's not it's not a natural state mm -hmm. you, you have to train for that yeah and super high vibe and really fun when you get there just for the record yeah oh it's amazing yeah right amazing. um so so do you have any um i'm assuming you're a starseed you must be i mean you're here to teach and heal and that and that's what you've been your whole life and that's why you're probably so calm and well, usually calm. Um, more <laughs> can, so than I, I can spin like anyone else, but <laughs> you can definitely do that, but not very much. <laughs> so it seems like that's a like you knew early on. Mm -hmm. I'm still waiting for my starseed calling. 
<laughs> Your stars and calling is creativity. That's the bottom line. That must be. Yeah. Because yeah. it's the thread that you, no matter what role you're playing, that's the thread you find your, your groove in. Yeah. yeah and you have a happy place. And you have endless expressions in it. Like, oh, I can do it over here. Okay, you want me to do this? Okay, well, if I'm going to do that, then I'm going to do it this creative way. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You just you just keep reinventing and creating and reinventing and creating, and that's your that's your jam. Yeah, I yeah. guess so. So fun. Well, that was a great question. Yeah, it was a great question. I love that. That's really great. And then if people though, like as we talk about these things, if somebody's like, "Well, no one has told me that I'm a star seed." Uh, don't get all fired up, man. We are all here for our different reasons. Nobody's better than another one. And look, we all came to find our our own path and our own expression, right? right? We all did. And, you know, and we came to do it with certain souls and, you know, so we're all finding our way. It's just, a, it's a very specific esoteric kind of thing. But that's, right. that's why we don't really talk about it because sometimes it, it triggers people into not feeling good about themselves, which is ridiculous. <laughs> because Right, which is why I wanted to bring that up yeah, because yeah, I don't want anybody walking away from this feeling bad. I really, my, what my hope is every day when somebody listens is that they walk away feeling great. And if they don't feel great, at least they have interesting things rolling through their head they're trying to solve for themselves. But it's not ever to make anybody feel bad. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. All right, so we're going to take a break. Thank you, Starseed, for the question. Uh, it's Jennifer. Okay, Jennifer. Thank you, Jennifer. <laughs> yeah, and we'd really love, Jennifer, if you just want to know, like if you just want to share with us, we won't share with everybody unless you want us to, is what actually is your purpose? I'd really like to know. Yeah, I think she's finding it through Reiki, actually. Oh, is she? Okay, then. I think Brenda <laughs> just told us. Uh, <laughs> okay, now for the abrupt break. Okay. <laughs> I'll be right back. We'll be right back, everybody. And welcome back from our break. And I believe you have another question, my elf. I do. And I don't know if this is a really long one or I'm just using a really large font to print. <laughs> so we'll find out. I mean, look. Oh, mercy. I mean, it looks like the longest question on the planet, but let's see. This is from <laughs> Michelle with two L's. There you go. Which, by the way, every ch every parent naming their Mich Michelles, let's find some consistency. <laughs> it's like how pissed off you get if you have a USB cord, but it could be a USB B, it could be a C, and you get pissed <laughs> when it doesn't fit. That's how I feel about the L single L's or double L's with Michelle. Pick one. A lot of times, though, you don't even know because you're just talking. <laughs> so, yes. Yes. Okay. okay. This is from Michelle. It's first question slash note is what she said. I fucking love these guys. I really do. I mean, they take su such an effort to write to us and to ask questions. And I just fucking love them. Okay. Um, I gave my friend the black tourmaline and the protection pouch, apparently from vibes.store. And she kept it by her bedside table. And the first night she had a dream that she and her more sensitive daughter were walking along and these rats were coming toward them, I guess, to attack them. And they all died before they could reach them. It was seven rats total, which I thought was significant. They would approach, then die, etc. And I thought that was very significant considering her ex-husband's wife 
practices Santeria and used to throw dead animals in her yard. And I think has tried, right? I mean, and by the way, there's very few periods or punctuation in this Michelle with two L's. Um, and I'm trying to go through it all. Throw dead animals in her yard. And I think has tried to put curses on her, which is why I gave her the black tourmaline. <laughs> Holy Lord. Um, I have a recent photo from her that shows she woke up from a dream and had red handprints on her legs, which Michelle did send me. So I'm doing everything I can to assist her in protecting herself and her home and her children. I just wondered what you or Brenda thought, by the way, everybody wants to know what you think for the record, because you are the expert of the two. <laughs> an elf. Um, I do think it signifies what they can't get past. Oh, wait, I do think it signifies that they can't get past the black tourmaline. Okay. Because the rats died. They, they came Because the out. rats died. Yeah. Yeah. So rats, by the way, signify, um, wait, hold on. I had it written down. You talk. I got to find the whole rat signification, sig sig what they signify again. The so rats <laughs> are interesting thing. We get a lot of stuff, by the way, um, from people in dreams and interpreting things. We haven't done that because there are like thousand page books about dream interpretation. Um, well, it, look, it sounds like she has a definite relationship or energetic connection with this person um, who sounds like they're practicing the dark arts. And the fact that the black tourmaline held is pretty spectacular out of the gate. Typically, when we see seven in a dream, we would think about things that have to do with seven, whether it's a Saturn cycle, which is, you know, which is seven years, right? It could be the seven chakras. It could be seven years that she's actually had this very dysfunctional connection with this other woman. There's lots of things that that could signify. But most importantly, the fact that these rats died says that there is a completion that there is an ending that's available to her. And that to me is what's most significant. So I would have her embrace that and count on that and just keep the tourmaline activated. And uh, you know how you would do that is just even touching it, picking it up, grabbing it, sleeping with it, thinking it, <laughs> you know, things like that, just to activate it. And of course, always using the prayer protection. Yes, thank you for allowing me to look this up. That was brilliant, by the way. Um, <laughs> one of the things that the four spiritual meanings of the rat and, and their omens is the first one is dirt and negativity. The other one is survival and perseverance. Right, because uh, they say- Resourcefulness, huh? Because they say that rats, you know, if there were a catastrophe on the planet, rats have the strongest DNA to survive. <laughs> and, and cockroaches, right? Yeah, like, yeah. We're going to be, the earth will be crawling with cockroaches and rats. Um, uh, and so, by the way, I, I, yes, I completely agree with you. I think it was very, the fact that they were dying was significant. Um, I don't believe anything has happened. There, um, there are a few things um, that if anybody you know or you experience, not the same dream, but things that are unsettling to you, you know, black tourmaline does a lot, but the, what it doesn't do is it doesn't clear. It protects, you need to clear before you protect. So I had written back and suggested using salt and using selenite. Those are the two big ones that I always recommend. Whether you want to disperse salt around your house, around your bed, or just bathe in it. And, um, you know, there are some people that have come 
come to us slash me with, I get the haunted <laughs> shit, you know, you get like all the friendly, like, what is the star seed? I get, <laughs> why is a demon ha- hanging over my bed? Like that is, that's what we both get. <laughs> it seriously is. Oh my gosh. So I would also suggest like, if you've got someone who is targeting you in some way, make the investment to clear your space through smudging, then grid the place with selenite and black tourmaline and trace the the property or at least the house with salt. And it doesn't have to be tons and tons. You just little sprinkle, like you can sprinkle it out of a shaker, you know, and, and move it around the yard and just like protect your space. And if you're excessive like this elf, <laughs> you will buy bags and bags of it and pour it like the, like like it was running out. Um, like you're never going to get it again. Like your life depends on it. <laughs> <laughs> like your life depends on Well, that's how I use salt. Yeah. But I'm a big fan of putting it around a bed. I really am because so much of this happens for people when, they, when their physical body is resting. Um, so I, I'm a big fan of doing that, whether you have rugs or hardwoods, folks, it don't matter. You got a vacuum. Well, and what I do, just FYI, is I have purchased a bunch of salt and pepper shakers that are made out of like amethyst or clear quartz or pink quartz. I've collected them over the years. And so then I, um, like for when I'm doing my moon ritual in the bath, I will put my my salt peppers, my salt and pepper shakers that are all filled with salt around to protect the space, like to to make it my sacred ritual space. Oh, I love that. No vacuuming allowed. That's <laughs> impressive. Yeah, that's I didn't nice. know you had those. Now I'm like trying to think, how can I make them? That's where I go. <laughs> my creative elf. <laughs> how can I make those for you and gift you like the You're three wise to. men did? <laughs> Yours will be the elf slash elves will be gifting you. All of their luxurious goods they make out of crystals and metals. Yay. Like Yay. <laughs> but, so that's my hot tip. Like if you um if you want to put it around your bed, of course putting it on the floor is not a problem. However, if you have pets, like Lulu would lick that up all the night long. She would be so happy about that. So. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Then outside the house, you know, again, I think salt, salt to me is when you're dealing with this stuff, like that is a go-to, um, you know, I'm a big fan of sulfur. Um, yeah, that's right. I'm a huge fan of sulfur. I don't actually, we own some, we don't sell it right now because it's poisonous and I don't want to sell people poisonous, poisonous substances, uh, children, animals, all of that. But if you um, can get your hands on it and take responsibility for yourself, and use gloves when touching it. I have a big cluster of, uh, of, of sulfur in our bedroom and it's a pretty damn clean bedroom. <laughs> I mean, it, you walk in there and you're like, what the hell? <laughs> like it's, yeah. It's like, what the hell is that? What happened? Why is it? It's like, it's like this, it's like Mr. Clean spick and span man came through energetically and cleaned the place. So, but salt's good too, though. Don't get me wrong, but sulfur is something that is, oof. it takes it to the next level. Yeah, it's it is another level for sure. Yeah, for and sure. it's typically not required. <laughs> it's to, to be. usually not. But again, if you over like my nickname is over. Yeah, well, and you get called for the, the big stuff. <laughs> yeah, right. You get called for like what's the star seat? I call for I got a demon hovering over my bed, so I need to know these things. You do need to know these. Things. So if you got a demon hovering over your bed, you need some damn sulfur. And just get a hold of me separately and, and we'll work it out. You know, what Teresa Caputo said, what, what did your friend have around her house? <laughs> like, I know. Everything. Funny? I know. That's so funny. <laughs> no, okay. 
No, you don't mess around. All right. So we'll take another quick break and I, we have one more um, quickie question and that we'll address. And uh, there we have it. Break time. We'll be right back. And welcome back from our quick break. (laughs) All right. So what is our third and final question for Insider's Insight? I'm not going to read it because I've had it like 50 different times, 50 different ways. And I just thought it'd be time, a good time to bring this up. But I am asked regularly because it is, um, you know, we talk so openly and I wrote a book about my spiritual journey. And I get a lot of questions from our listeners and, and readers of the book. I hope they're all the same. You know, they're asking me, well, because they're going through their own journeys, right? They're going through their own their own visit in the in the cosmic wilderness. <laughs> and they all ask, like, well, how did Suzanne, how did you talk to Suzanne about it? How did Suzanne handle it? They're all looking for how do they deal with the loved ones in their, you know, in their life. That's what well, they want to know. And you you basically came out of a second closet, right? <laughs> you know, right? To the rest of the world, but my answer is not satisfying to people, which is the funny thing is that Suzanne had her own powers that I wasn't even aware of. All she, the time. Running the whole time. The right? whole time. And she never told me about it ahead of time because she knew I wasn't ready to hear it. Yeah. And I wasn't. Yeah. I mean, would have anything bad happened? No, but I was, wasn't ready, yeah. you know? And she's, um, she's smart that way. She's very smart that way, but yeah. don't say that out loud to her and give her a big head. <laughs> okay. uh, I'm just kidding. Um, but I, but I do appreciate the question from people and I, I have a few, a few things I think to bring up and, but I think you'll bring up something better. So you go first. No, 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 you go. This is your, your question. So. Well, it's our question. Let's be honest. Um, <laughs> Cause everybody's like, what does Brenda have to say? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite. What does Brenda say? Someone calls like, da, da, da. what does Brenda think? I'm like, uh, <laughs> find her number, bitch and call her. <laughs> oh, wait, you don't have it. I do. <laughs> um, so I have to ask you things. Um, so, uh, you know, what I, I, I think a really important thing, in fact, I've actually asked Suzanne to talk to a few listeners that have gotten in touch mm-hmm. and for her to express to them that she was very clear. She was like, this was Julie's path. It wasn't mine. And in any relationship, so so you must honor yeah. The, you're the person you love and the path they're on. So if you're if you're trying to convince your loved one to believe in what you believe, you're not honoring their path. So why would they honor yours? <laughs> boom, mic drop. <laughs> no, seriously, it is a that is a boom mic drop. But like the lesson in the question is actually more important than the question. Nice. The lesson of the question is Always. to mind your own fucking business. In your lane. Stay in your lane. It's like, it's your journey. You know, it's yours. You don't have to force it upon anybody. It's like, nobody likes, you know, um, I mean, I was a kid. No, I was in Dallas. I wasn't a kid. And I had these like lovely, handsome Mormon boys were knocking on my door wanting to hand me stuff because they were trying and nothing against. It's like, okay. But I looked at him and I'm like, you know what? This is your thing, not mine. You know, would you like a soda? (laughs) <laughs> but they didn't drink sodas at the time. That was mean at the time. I didn't realize it, but uh, I should have offered juice. But um, water. but I just or water. But I just it's just. But it was that same principle. It's like, wait, this is your thing, not mine. But thank you for coming to my door. And somebody that you love, I guarantee you, they have things that they like, hobbies, interests, beliefs that you don't share. Right. 
it's it's the same thing like what if you're married to a golfer and you're not a golfer right you had I mean, to bring up golf didn't you I was sorry. Sorry. I think it was that tender spot for you. <laughs> sorry about that. No, it was just know, funny. Let, let me tell you about, you know, the fourth hole. And then, oh my gosh, in the sixth hole, you know, you listen to it and you're like, that is your journey. I love you. So I will listen to this story. Right. But you don't have to pass judgment on it one way. You don't have to overinvest or index on it in any way. You just honor that this is my beloved's journey. And, you know, oh, good. I can be excited for you. You had this experience that was valuable or joyful or challenging yeah. or whatever it was. But it's not your job to convert them. It's not, you know, it's not your job to, to defend what you're doing. And if they're uncomfortable with it, you know, then you're not honoring, as Suzanne would say, you're not honoring their path. Right, if you're if you're trying to throw it in their face or, you know, share overshare. <laughs> I think she gave the best answer. I, I really do. I I think it was a beautiful answer. It was a brilliant answer. It was an honoring to the one you love and to yourself. You know, this isn't a cult, folks. This is spirituality. It's not a cult. Yeah. There's it's no an leader inside job. in it. It's an inside job. Right? It's an inside job. I mean, if we had to pick a leader, I'd vote for you. Just for the record, Brenda. <laughs> like, if we if we actually had a cult, I would I would be your like right. I'd be your henchman. I'd be totally fine being that person. But I would protect you from everything and anything, especially demons hovering over your bed. Like, I'm really good at that. Um, but it's like we're not a cult, so we don't have to convince. We don't have pamphlets. Yeah. Pam pamphlets. That's a pamphlet. That's a word. It's not even a word. We don't have pamphlets. It's a weird word too. Like we don't do that. We don't, you know, we don't recruit. We don't do those things. This is the, like you said, it's an inside job. It's an inside job. And find the people that are curious and want to read the books and discuss the books that you want to read. Like that's fun, right? Yeah. Um, just do it that way. Right. You don't have to sell anybody, yeah. right? That's what I'm trying to say. We're not selling anything here. And no matter what path of spiritual exploration you're taking, there's bound to be some sort of component of that path that is about compassion for others, <laughs> right? Any path that's you know worth exploring says honor people where they are, go move without expectations or demands, and you know be graceful and, and gracious in the world. And so that includes in your household. Now, I will say the challenging part is if, because um, I have heard this from other people, one of my friends actually, <laughs> she says, the reason I got divorced is because my husband didn't believe in astrology he, and he didn't want me practicing it. Like he, he just couldn't tolerate it. And I couldn't. Well, you know, there was more to it than that. Well, there, there, uh, there was. There but that always was, is. That was the breaking point. Got it. Yeah. That, that was just, the straw. Yeah. But, but and, and, you know, you get to make that choice. And and yeah. I don't think that was a choice she ever regretted. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's okay too. And that's absolutely okay. But I think the overarching is and it I it's whether it's the person you share your bedroom with, or if it's a sibling, a parent, right. anybody, it you don't have to sell anybody. You just don't. Yeah. If they ask you, you can offer like the thoughts on it and why, but you're not responsible for how they respond. Right. It's okay. And to remind them of that. And every once in a while, you got to pull out a few little like weapons back at them to say, well, you know, that golf game, <laughs> you know, <laughs> don't give a shit. So here we go. Like you can always, you know, you can, you can have some little fight fire with fire with some of this stuff to make your point. But as long as you abide by your point, yeah, you know, don't be a hypocrite. 
and and mostly stay in your lane and be accountable to your practice, your spiritual practice. Right. Right. I mean, it's hard enough, folks. Yeah. I, I just think you, you never know what's, what life is going to bring that person. And, you know, they may come to you and say, can you talk to me about that? Somewhere down the road. Yeah. Suzanne was patient for 17 years. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, 17 years. We just celebrated our 29th anniversary. Oh my gosh. That's so amazing. So much better than you straight people. Um, <laughs> for the record. <laughs> for the <amazing>. record. <laughs> and, you know, and I was lucky because Debbie came to me as a client. <laughs> so. uh, right. He paid you to meet you at first. I mean, how great is that? That's that's how you get in your good graces. It's like, oh, you want to meet? Fine, be in my class. You got to pay me, then I'll say hi. <laughs> yeah, I understand. <laughs> that was hilarious. Oh my gosh, so funny. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I, I think I thought it was a great question, and I thought that my wife did a beautiful job, and actually just wanted to give her a big fat hooray and snaps because that was. I don't think I could have answered any better than she did. There's no doubt. Yep. Suzanne crushed it. She always does. I know. Again, shh, don't tell her. Goddess. She'll listen. Got us in the house. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for listening and thanks for your questions. They were fantastic. And remember, her school is hard. Without Suzanne Taylor and the other side. <laughs> and the other side. Thanks, thanks everybody. Thanks for joining us, everyone. And a special thanks to our producer, Alejandra Arevalo, and our executive producer, Maya Cole Howard, who guides us while we guide you. Hit us up on Instagram at OthersideGuides or shoot us a note at OthersideGuides at iHeartRadio.com. And you can even call us at 833-22-GUIDE to leave us a message. We want to know what you think. We want to know what you know. And we want to hear your stories. And remember, Earth School is hard without the other side. Insider's Guide to the Other Side is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.